grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today we're going to have a PowerPoint presentation, and uh, so for those of you listening at home, uh, do your best to imagine what's up on the screens. But uh, in, our, in our lesson today from Genesis, we learn that God blessed Abraham, and God blessed Abraham so Abraham could be a blessing to all nations of all people of all times. The blessing through Abraham, of course, would be Jesus. And the Lord said to Abraham, leave your country, leave your people and your father's household and go to the land that I will show you. To your offspring, I will give this land. You know, dear friends of Christ, God's grace, undeserved love is so amazing. And it's because he loves you so much that he rescues you. And, and of course, in Christ, we're rescued from hell and and rescued, delivered from sin and the power of the devil. But he blesses us in so many different ways. He blesses us physically, and he blesses us spiritually. Um, that certainly was true for Abraham. Before God, before God chose Abraham, uh, he lived in, if you can see there, uh, this is all uh, the Arabian desert and you know that land over uh, on the east where Iran and Iraq are. The Ur of the Chaldeans, he lived down there. And of course, up in Haran, uh, you can see Haran up in the upper right, upper uh, left-hand corner, and it's from that land that God called him uh, to leave his his parents, leave his 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 father. He grew up among a heathen people, um, and the book of Joshua says that his father Terah worshipped many false gods. He believed in many gods, but God reached out to Abraham to save Abraham out of that darkness. He called him out of that land of darkness, and he brought him to the promised land, that promised land from which the promise of Christ would come. And of course, into that land where one day, uh, where you see the arrow, that last arrow, that's the promised land, Israel, and that's, that's the place where out of that land, of course, uh, that land of darkness would come a Savior to the world. And of course, Jesus was born. That's slide three. Uh, the grace of God showed Abraham, the grace that God showed Abraham was, is so amazing. Um, however, the grace that God shows to you is every bit as impressive. It's just the same. He called you out of darkness into the land of light, into the promised land. And just as God promises to protect Abraham and guide Abraham, he, he protects and he guides you as well. Even in the midst of tribulations and the trials, all the trials that Abraham had, God blessed him, and God is blessing you. Slide four. God also blessed St. Patrick. Now, St. Patrick was a, uh, uh, lived a long time ago, and, and next, a week from Tuesday, is St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick had an interesting life because at the age of 13, he was uh, uh, captured and taken prisoner by the Irish. And he spent six years as a, uh, in slavery watching sheep. And it was while he was a shepherd that he learned the grace of God. And the grace of God changed his life, that amazing grace. And then the Lord enabled him to have the opportunity to escape back to England. And he went and he got back to England until he became an adult. After the next slide, uh, after he, he grew up, uh, he, he went back to Israel. I mean, he went back to uh, Ireland as a missionary. He went back to the people who had enslaved him. 
to share the message of Christ, he was blessed to be a blessing to the people who had captured him. He wanted to share with them the gospel of Jesus. Now, the same is true for us as we consider our theme, blessed to be a blessing. Um, Abraham had to cross a desert. The next slide. Um, the next one, yep, that's our theme. Abraham had to cross a desert of, of the Arabian desert, and of course, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of a symbol of what our, what our sin is. Our soul is a desert, and it's parched, and it's dead. Uh, however, with Christ, the Bible says that we are made alive in Christ, and our, our souls uh, with sin is lifeless, but in Christ, everything is growing, and grace has changed all that. God's grace uh, takes that darkness and, and fills us with the promise of Christ um, that makes you alive in Him. He showers your life, not just with spiritual blessings, with physical blessings too. And just as He showered, his light, uh, showered blessings with Abraham. Um, so let's take a look. Let's take a look at Abraham's life and that amazing grace that God blessed Abraham with. You know, God chose Abraham. Of all the people on earth, God chose him and said, leave your country, leave your people, leave your father's house, and leave the gods and go to the land that I will show you. That word for leave is kind of a double word. It means literally leave, get out. So it's kind of demonstrative. It's, it's kind of, next slide, it's kind of like, like a message that, that firefighters have, and, and they, they give to people who are in the way of a forest fire, is that forest fire is, is you know, raging down a mountainside toward homes, and, uh, they, and an urgent warning is posted, you know, leave, get out, seriously, you'll die. And so, the next slide, God warned Abraham to leave. He wanted him to leave that land of darkness, leave that land of false gods, leave that land of paganism and, and heathen worship, or he would die, forsake all those, all those things. And so Abraham did. He, forso he forsook the gods of his fathers, and Abraham listened to the word of the Lord. The next slide. Now, it's amazing how God's word changed Abraham's life. And I want you to know that God's word changes your life, too. And don't, don't underestimate studying the Word of God. Don't underestimate what God's Word, the, the power that it has to, to change your life in the same way. Um, again, the life-promising life promising changes of the Bible are not just yours for today, but for all eternity. The next slide. Paul wrote, I now command you, I now commend you to God and to the Word of His grace which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance. So God's Word blesses us. God's Word builds us up. God's Word blesses us so that we can be a blessing to others. Next slide. Listen to the changing promises, uh, the life-changing promises that God gave to Abraham. Um, he said, I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. And the Lord says, I will. That's what I'll do. I'll make you a blessing. You are a blessing. And the Lord doesn't say, Abraham, you know what? 
If you do your part, then I'll make you a blessing. No. Next slide. The Lord simply says, I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you. That's amazing grace. At 75 years old, and Sarah was 65 years old, even though they were childless, God came and He still gave them a promise that they would bear a son. Next slide. Yes, they promised, God promised them a son. But there was more. God promised that that son would be the beginning of descendants who would take possession of the land and descendants that would give birth to Messiah. And of course, uh, that, that would ultimately be the nation Israel from which Isaac came. So God blessed Abraham to be the father of all the nations, the father of, of Israel. And, of course, he filled him with a cluster of blessings. He blessed him. God blessed him in his travels. God blessed him uh, by protecting him from enemies. God blessed him uh, with great wealth. But even more impressive was the blessing that God gave him with this promise. I will bless you, Abraham, and I'll make your name great. Now, next slide. If you read the story of Abraham, then you, you, you know that his life was a blessing to everybody around. I mean, everywhere Abraham went, the people were blessed because of his presence. And, the, and of course, now you might think that as, as Abraham lived in the promised land in those days, that that land was kind of barren and, that, and it was kind of unpopulated, a, a kind of a desert area. Uh, not so. The archaeologists have uncovered large cities at that time. The Canaanites who lived in the land were, were uh, you know, very smart. They were intelligent people and, and artistic, and, and they did all kinds of interesting things. They were advanced, but unfortunately, they were also a very wicked, a very wicked, ungodly people. And they engaged in that disgusting fertility worship, which meant that they had to sacrifice their children to their God. And Abraham lived among these fallen people, and he was always quick to share the message of Christ to those people who were in darkness. In fact, we're told that Abraham built an altar. He built an altar to the Lord and worshiped the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. He, he did not worship the false gods of, that, of the Canaanites or, or the false gods of his father. He did not bend his knee. No, he called on the name of the Lord. And he let everybody see it. He went to worship. Abraham followed the one true God who promised that he would send a blessing, a son. And from that son would come a greater blessing, a savior. And Abraham was not ashamed to talk about the Lord. Even though he's surrounded by enemies, Abraham was faithful. He was blessed, you see, to be a blessing to others. Now, you may not have the material blessings that Abraham had. You don't get to enjoy all the, all the wealth that Abraham had. However, you're blessed. I mean, I want you to consider the cluster of blessings that God has showered you with over your years. The way God has blessed you to accomplish his purpose. The way he's blessed you so you can be a blessing to your husband, to your wife, to your children, to your church. 
to your community. God has given you, and, and how, see how God has used you in so many different ways. Use your gifts and talents to accomplish His purpose. Next slide. And that's why the psalmist says this in his prayer. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and do not forget all of His benefits that He's showered upon you. Yes, Abraham was blessed. And yes, Abraham had a son. And yes, Abraham was a father of a great nation. And God kept all those promises, but the greatest promise of all was about Jesus. Why? Next slide. Because Jesus would rise from the descendants of Abraham. Abraham was the father of a great nation, but from Abraham, the father of the great nation, would come the Savior of all nations. And that's why God told Abraham, all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. You're blessed through the promise of Abraham. I'm blessed through the promise of Abraham. Everything hinges on that promise to Abraham. Every nation will be blessed through Jesus. Everything hinges on that promise. Your salvation, your life, your hope, your future, your, your joy, your plans, your whole life. Everything hinges on that promise. You're blessed because God faithfully kept it. And Martin Luther, next slide, Martin Luther in his commentary on Genesis, wrote an excellent commentary on Genesis, by the way, wrote this. He said, this promise... This is a promise which should be written in gold letters and should be extolled in, in the languages of all people, for it offers the eternal treasures. You see, we possess an amazing treasure. Don't you see, Jesus Christ was born in this land that God promised to give to Abraham. And Abraham didn't possess it yet. He lived in it. But the people didn't take possession of it till years later under Moses. But the land would be given, and the promise would be fulfilled, and Jesus, the descendant of Abraham, would be born. And he's the one through whom the world is blessed. And he's the one that Lent is all about, isn't it? As he goes to the cross to suffer and die for the sin of the world, the one who John the Baptist pointed to and said, there is the descendant of Abraham. There is the blessing. There is the promise given. There is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Follow Him. Listen to Him. Isaiah said that He would be pierced for our transgressions, that He would be crushed for our, our iniquities. And Jesus is our priceless treasure. He's the ultimate blessing. Jesus was blessed to bless us. Without the treasure of Jesus, next slide, we're sinners, and we're still under the curse of the law. The Bible is very clear. It says, all we like sheep have gone astray. We've all turned, every one of us, to his own way. Bible's clear. Next slide. The Bible says that Paul says, all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse. If you depend on, on God's Ten Commandments to please God, you're under a curse. For it's written, cursed be everyone who does not abide by all the things 
every single thing that is written in the book of the law and then do them. Then you're cursed. Next slide. It's not just gang members that are cursed. And it's not just the prostitutes and thieves who are cursed. It's all people. Next slide. The Bible says no one is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks God. All have turned aside. Together they become worthless. No one does good. No, not one. We, we need a treasure to save us. We need a Savior that is promised. And Paul talks about that precious gift, that precious Redeemer. Next slide. And he says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. And so it's all about Lent. It's all about Jesus, the blessing. The promise fulfilled, the Christ that is given, the blessing to the world. And he removes our curse. God's grace. His undeserved love is so amazing. He's our blessing, and so we're blessed. But do you understand what's even more amazing? God uses us, sinners. Next slide. And we find that we are His priceless treasure. He's blessed us to be a blessing to others. You've heard it said, bloom where you're planted. Well, the Lord has chosen to plant you from all eternity in the blessings in Christ. Next slide. Ephesians says, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. And next slide. Peter, Peter wrote, You know that it was not with perishable things that you were redeemed, but with the precious blood of Christ, a a lamb, without blemish or defect. And what a privilege it is to bloom in the place where God has set you, to blossom, to be blessed, to be a blessing. Next slide. And that's why Peter also wrote, Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that they may see your good deeds and glorify God. Again, why are you so blessed? Next slide. Because Jesus is our priceless treasure. The one who loves us and died for us, and his people blessed by Christ's redeeming blood. We say the prayer that that St. Patrick taught us. This is St. Patrick's prayer. Next slide. As I rise today, may the strength of God pilot me. The power of God uphold me. The wisdom of God guide me. May Christ shield me today. Christ with me. Christ before me. Christ behind me. Christ above me. Christ on my right. Christ on my left. Christ when I sit. Christ when I stand. Christ in the heart of everyone who thinks of me. Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me. Christ in every eye that sees me. And Christ in every ear that hears me. Amen. Next slide. 
It's truly amazing grace that God has given you all these blessings in Christ that he sent his son to live in your heart and has given you all these blessings in Christ. It's even more amazing, though, that he's blessed you to be a blessing to others. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.